Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Pearlmania 500, the only podcast where a husband and wife both do research on a topic, then sit mm-hmm. across from each other yep. and lovingly look each other in the eyes. Give me your hand. Give okay, me your hand right now. Hold my hand. Hold my hand. I want to tell you something. Okay. I know I've already told you once before. I know. But every day I've loved telling you this. <laughs> okay. Henry Kissinger is fucking dead. Let's go. Yeah, that's right. Fuck you, Henry Kissinger. <laughs> Fuck you forever. I'm so glad you're dead, you rotten piece of shit. You should not have been allowed to live to be 100 Every day, someone should have pissed in your soup, and I hope they fucking did. And I know a lot of our listeners are like, Alex, are you going to do an episode about Henry Kissinger? Absolutely not. No. If you want to listen to that, listen to Behind the Bastards. They did a six-part episode mm-hmm. with the guys from The Dollop. Yep. It's one of my favorite things I've ever listened to. Yeah. It's incredible. It goes into full detail. It covers the life and history of war crimes that that man mm-hmm. committed. They actually didn't even get all of them. No, they didn't. In six episodes. In they six still episodes, couldn't get all of it. They still missed they missed so many war crimes <laughs> and that's that is literally like I think there's still war crimes happening right like I, they said that there's so many bombs that yes. are hidden that people still b- get blown up to this day accidentally yes 100% yeah. but anyway that's been our cold open oh shit fuck you Henry Kissinger <laughs> and now Mrs. P are you ready no okay because this is our live season finale beep, beep, beep,
Thank you so much to His Name Was Dusk, as always, for uh-huh. that amazing theme song. Uh, I just want to say he and I talk regularly uh, every couple episodes. Mm-hmm, he tells mm-hmm. me what we're doing good. And what we're doing poorly. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, he does. He does. And, uh, you know, we've had talks with about a few other people, but he has been really great. And uh, we love all the music that he's made for us. Guys, please make sure you go to the show notes and check out uh, the links to his uh, website. He's very proud that he made it. Yeah. Uh, we have Pearlmania500.net, which just links directly to the Patreon. Yeah. Which brings us to this week with a glut a glut? A glut. What of did you do? Hey Hans. So the last episode. Yeah. You know, the last episode we may have mentioned that we added a new stretch goal. Yeah. And people came running from the hills yeah. for this stretch goal. Okay, we said if we hit seven fifty uh Patreons, yep. that we would uh read book two. We is not the right word. That I there would read is. book two. And yeah. I will. I will do that. But again, I do want to state one thing. Patreon recently made a change where it allows allows people to follow a page for free. Oh. And so if you look at our page, it looks like we're at 690. Oh. We're not. We're actually closer to like 540. Okay. Of paid Patreon members. Got it. Free people who follow. We love you. That's great. That's yeah, awesome. You're not going to see really any content, though, because yeah. almost every content I post on the Patreon or that we allow for uh, things like ad-free listenings, things like voting on future episodes, mm-hmm. uh, things like special announcements and even some uh, random images for whenever I go on one of my weird trips like yeah. to the White House or shit like that. Um, all of that is for paid members only. Yeah. Uh, and with that, we want to give a big shout out here on the 2023 Episode 46, season finale. 46? We've This is 46 not counting book clubs. That's insane. Not counting book clubs. <laughs> it's so crazy. Yeah, not counting book clubs. It's, it's so wild. What, what did we do? Well. When did we do that? When did we have time? Let me tell you something. Somebody messaged us. Uh-huh. Because uh, we got so many messages from people who that we were in their Spotify raps. Oh, yeah. I for so top many. Podcasts. And it, it was it, wonderful. It was honestly pretty great. We've had some recent meetings with... Uh, uh, people talking about the podcast and like what we can do better and what we can improve on yeah. analytics and such. And, you know, they, they were nice, but they're like, yeah, you know, you could do this better. You could do this better. It was a lot of what we could do better and not what we've done well. Yeah. So having so many of you message us that we were in your top five or number one, one person mm-hmm. messaged me and they're like, I'm your top 0.5% listener. And they had over 12,000 minutes listened. Oh my God, that means that we recorded 12,000 minutes? I think, and that's not counting the amount of minutes we spent researching. <laughs> oh, that's Jesus. not counting the amount of minutes I spent setting up the studio. <laughs> Yo, the amount of wild. minutes that I we were going through our Patreon comments, oh, all this different God. stuff. So we've spent... That's so funny. Yeah, we probably spent like 20,000 minutes on this thing this year. Yeah, well, this episode is a celebration of that of this year of yeah. us creating this podcast and specifically one bitch in particular we're gonna get to that so let's keep the celebration rolling though yeah okay and by doing that is we're gonna come in here and we will welcome our hey huns team leads and maybe even a fed or two hey huns, let's meet our team leaders if this is your first time listening to the episode, uh, I don't know why you'd pick the season finale, but if it is... Uh, this I just like closings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, uh, we're going to give a shout out to everyone who are new Patreon signups. So anybody did the $3 Hey Hun or the $5 team lead, uh, that we appreciate you guys so much. So let's go ahead. We have a ton to go through. Okay, let's go. Okay. And when we hit 750 paid Patreons, I'll read the second horny fairy book. Uh, first, we have Sir Beards a lot. Hey, hon. 
I like that. It makes me think of uh, what's that show? The the soccer show, Coach Beard. Oh, from Apple TV. Yeah, yeah. The, okay. I know what you're talking about. With the happy guy, the nice yeah, guy. I can't believe I'm blanking on it. Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Uh, the next one automatically is so long. I have I love to. It. Oh my god. Um, you underscore half underscore two underscore read underscore the underscore second underscore book underscore Tamlin's not my hero. <laughs> I, I do appreciate the, the strong opinions about this book series. Everyone fucking hates Tamlin. I didn't know there'd be so many strong like feelings about Tamlin and, and the the rice guy. Yeah. But listen, I'm here for it. Our next shout out goes to Vanessa Destroy. Hey, hon. After that, we have Peachius underscore honey. Hey, hon. After that, now, okay. Does this say Allie or Ally? That's Allie, I think. Allie, Okay. Allie C-W. Hey, Allie. Uh, after that, we have Marcus Hilarious. <laughs> hey, hon. That's funny because in the pre-recorded episodes that we'll have coming out at the beginning of next year, yep. while we're on family leave, mm-hmm. we do an episode about Marcus Aurelius's son. Yep. And it has a very special guest. Mm-hmm. And you guys will hear all about that probably in uh, late... I don't know whenever. I want to say like late February. After that, we have Kel Mack. Hey, hon. After that... Oh, it's another long one. I got to click on it. Oh, yeah, got it. After him. that, we have Mrs. underscore P's underscores heavenly underscores deviled underscored eggs. Let's go. Uh, yep. All right. I've been tagged a lot in some deviled egg TikToks. Yep. And it's been a blessing and a curse. I want to be honest. I've seen some weird things. Okay. So this next one's in Greek. Okay. Uh, I don't know how to read Greek. I'm okay. going to say it says epica. Perfect. Um, Because that's what that looks like, but those are literally Greek letters. It's all Greek to me, baby. I don't want to. Let's go. Hey, hon. Uh, The next one is how many Patreons to read all of, and then fuck you for this, A (laughs) underscore C underscore O underscore T underscore A underscore R. Uh, Yeah. Uh, How many Patreons to read all of Akatar? We'll we'll have to figure it out as we go. Listen, it depends on how it goes through the next book. Yeah. Everybody's saying that the next book is super sexy and that it's going to ruin soup. So I'm really concerned. Yeah, it's super. <laughs> no. After that, we have uh, Wham Bam. Thank you, ma'am. Hey, hon. It's actually Wham Bam T Y Ma'am, but I understood because okay. I know how to read Leet Speak. Wow. Uh, you don't even know what that is. I don't. Uh, that's when back in the day when you play computer games and like you wanted to type really fast. Sometimes you'd mix like combination of letters and numbers together. Isn't that just dyslexia? After that, we have Danny RG. Hey, hon. After that, we have Autumn underscore Dawn. Hey, Autumn underscore Dawn. Two, two awesome times of the day year. It's a great time. You know what? Early morning <laughs> autumn. Yeah. You know what? Let's go. After that, this next one, uh, next person uh, messaged me and let me know that they listened to this podcast with their long with their long distance partner. Okay. And then they talk about it. Nice. And they wanted their partner to hear this through the shout out. Yeah. Uh, so Jessica loves Roman. Oh, Aww. hey, hon. Aww. We love love. Except Aww. for our own. Roman, I'm going <laughs> to warn you. I'm going to warn you, Roman. You got a good one there. After that, we have Linz. Hey, hon. After that, we have... Okay, fuck you. I'm going to say it. Do it. I can see it from here. Do it. Hugh uh-huh. Janus. Perfect. <laughs> Above this, we had Jessica Loves Roman. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like There's a whole backstory and then Hugh Janus. Yeah, I love it. Hang on. 
After that, we have college student working hard for the Pennsylvanian parasocial podcast, Pearl Parents. <laughs> Let's go. I love alliteration. We appreciate that so much. Uh, they also messaged us to let us know that we, they, we were in their top uh, five for Spotify. Nice. And I think they were in the top 2%. Perfect. Of listeners with like 4,000 minutes listening, which is still, again. Crazy. I love it. Crazy. It's so wild. Like, I can't stress to everyone, like, we've had a meteoric rise this year when it comes to, like, listeners and this podcast and TikTok and all these different things. And there's times where you, like, forget. Because mm-hmm. you're used to, you know, line goes up, line goes up, line goes up. And you're like, I don't know. It's Thanksgiving. There's holidays. We're not really going into it so much and so getting so many people reaching out to be like oh my god this is you've been the thing also just because like in our regular schmegular day-to-day life yeah it doesn't come up as much like no. people like aren't like talk our family doesn't talk to us about the podcast no one talks like, to us about the podcast. like it's like only like once in a while my dad will have seen one of your tiktoks from one of his uh employees will yep. showed it to him be like isn't this your son-in-law yeah <laughs> like so it's we we don't like hear about it except from the positive feedback that we get this and then like that then it also puts it into perspective because i'm like i can't believe we recorded this many hours of content well, and then there's because the, we were just doing it, we weren't stopping to think about I've it. I've only ever had one person in real life uh, ever actually be like, "Oh, I mean, besides like Brandon, people we've run into like at my shows and stuff like that, yeah, which have happened this year, but people we've known pre podcast, mm-hmm. pre podcast, uh, who have like they turned us like, oh yeah, no, I listen to your podcast, like okay, like two hours, like that's it, that's all I've got. <laughs> you really think it's worth two hours? Yes, I do, and in fact, thousands of people <laughs> think it's worth two hours every week. All right. Uh, up next, we have finally underscore joined underscore four underscore horny underscore fairy underscore books underscore let's underscore go. Let's go. I do. I, I There's a Venn diagram that exists of Akatar fans and and making you have to say the underscore. And I love that. They're, they're really getting me. Yeah. After that, we have uneasy breezy. Hey, hon. Cover girl. I love it. Uh, after that, we have Ooh, wait me, chicken and dumpling soup. Something. I I can see. I have to click on it because they're again they're so big. Ooh, chicken underscore and underscore dumpling underscore soup underscore season. Now facts, here's the thing. Facts. Here's chicken the thing. and dumpling yes, soup. Yes, I will so agree. Good. I completely agree. I completely agree. So good. But knowing that the horny fairy book is out there, yeah, and that there's something weird with soup in that second book. No, but the, I thought this said, could be coded. I but I thought they said it was canned soup that they ruined. I don't know. You can't get chicken know. dumpling from a can. Yes, you can. You ha- no, absolutely I've eaten, not. I've eaten That's in front gross. of you. That's gross. I know it is. And That's I've disgusting. eaten in front of you and you've spit in my face over that. Yeah, well. After that, we have Ambalam. Hey, hon. After that, we have Primantis underscore side underscore pickle. Hey, hon. After That's that. That's the pickle man. <laughs> it, might be, it might be the pickle man and his love... And his love of cocaine and snot rockets. Uh, after that, we have pre underscore potato underscore bog underscore body. Hey, hon. Pre potato bog body. I like it. Yeah. Uh, this next person uh, messaged me and just told me that they are a big fan and that they uh, can't wait to run into us someday at Tattooed Moms on oh. South Street in Philadelphia. Uh, after that, so we have Machiavelli and Cheese. Hey, hon. After that, we have Allie Lizard. Hey, hon. After that, we have who? Perfect. Hey, hon. I love it. It's one of my favorite favorite fucking. <laughs> he has to scroll to the right. It's so long. Oh my god! Do it. Okay. You can't. You gotta just do it. 
put underscore this underscore towards underscore postpartum underscore sushi underscore and underscore hoagies underscore four underscore misses underscore Pearlmania underscore 500 underscore it's underscore federal underscore law underscore now underscore so underscore you underscore half underscore two. Perfect. Thank you. I appreciate it. Heen oh. is keenly aware that there better be sushi trays and hoagies yes. ready for me. Yes. From and Jersey Mike's because Jersey Mike's does the gluten-free rolls yes. real well. Yeah, you hear that, Jersey Mike's? Maybe you want to <laughs> throw a little sponsorship this way. Uh, and Wegman Sushi. Yeah, Wegman Sushi. Because they are gluten-free as well. Exactly. Uh, yeah, so we will put this... We will put... I'm going to hand him a baby, your, and then he's going to hand me sushi Your Patreon <laughs> money will be going towards a sushi tray and a hoagie no, tray. No, way more than one sushi tray. <laughs> oh, and that's a fed. That's that fed was a tier. fed tier. Fed tier. It's why That was a fucking approved. fed tier. This is... Yep, this you is federal. Oh, my God. I'm seeing it all now. Uh, I, I, you know what? You can't argue I, with honestly, honestly, I want to apologize to our next Patreon because they have to follow that. Let's hear it for Megan. Megan. After that, we have, <laughs> after that, we have Octi- Octavia B. Hey, hon. After that, we have BB Bridgie. Hey, BB Bridgie. After that, we have Violent Night. No, oh, my God. Okay, we just watched listen, it. we just watched it. It was so good. Anyway, I love I love crazy Christmas movies. I love that. Listen, the rise of slasher Christmas has been good because I, I don't I don't like horror movies that much. Mm-hmm. I don't like slasher movies. However, when you make a Christmas themed, I don't care. And it's yeah. fine. I can accept listen, it. Listen. There, the time I made him watch Krampus when the cookies come alive and they ha- they're using the oh, nail gun. Yeah. Oh my god! And oh, then okay, sorry. okay, we still got so much more. After that, we have lame underscore Impala sixty nine. <laughs> After that, we have Boone Rooney. Boone Rooney, hey hun. After that, we have Kelsey Gregg. Hey hun. And finally, the last Patreon. Okay. For twenty twenty three. All right. Has come in. In the Fed tier. Okay. Let's hear it, everybody, for Wes the Fed. Let's go. I feel like that person might actually be part of the federal government. He could be. Wes the Fed. But let's hear it one more time for all of our 2023 Hey Huns team leads and feds. Hey Huns. Let's meet our team leaders. All right, Mrs. P. We uh, that was our longest ever uh, Patreon read. I think. Ah, who knows? I feel like. Well, I don't know. We had so many good people in there. Yeah. Uh, and I know that a lot of new listeners are coming in here specifically today uh, because we are going to cover our main topic. So we're going to take a quick break. Okay. And when we come back, mm-hmm. I have in front of me. All right. Uh, Fifty-one lies mm-hmm. and crimes. Okay. By George. AKA so many other names, Santos. As of today, former congressman. Former congressman. George Santos. So when we return, we will get into them. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems, too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. 
Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Pearl Mania, Pearl Mania, Pearl Mania, Pearl Mania, 500. So I think it's important to note about George Santos okay, uh, and his many names yeah, is that it's quite clear to everyone in the world mm-hmm. who's ever met him at this point okay. that George Santos is a pathological liar. Yes. Right? That's I think it's thing. clear. And it was funny because I started looking up like pathological liar and like in the um, uh, the American psychologist handbook and all those different things. Like, what does that mean? And there's actually like an argument right now about pathological lying. Okay. About whether or not it's its own thing or if it's a segment of other things. Oh. So like some people, you know, might start lying pathologically because of trauma or yeah. because of other things. Like they might not just be lying to lie. But with mm-hmm. George, it really does feel like, bitch, stop. Like, yeah. there's so many things that he's lied about on camera, it gets crazy. Yeah. But when I looked up pathological lying, the thing that actually caught me off guard was that that is a new term. Mm-hmm. Like, our whole life has been called pathological lying. Yeah. But when you go back in psychology, it was called at one point Pseudologia Fantastica. Oh, right. Which means fantastic pseudology. And then I was like, what's pseudology? And I looked up, it's the studying of lying or the art of or science of lying. There it and is. I was like, George, yes, George is a scientist when He's it comes to... He's a scientist to, of lying. Yeah. Or, honestly, scientists make me think of chefs, right? Because you're following formulas, you're following recipes. George is a line cook of lying. Uh, but the other one... <laughs> <laughs> the other also I would I would I would argue that I if we're following your train of thought not a chef a baker a baker baker is much more scientific than chef yeah okay uh the other side of it though yeah. is that there's a different term that was also used okay uh mythomania mythomania yeah that mythomania. sounds like a con you would go to I know it sounds so good and I am kind of obsessed with it uh, mythomania yeah uh so just when you think of it because again they just, they just can't stop making myths about yeah. everything. And I don't know. I'm sure that you have through your travels. Let me hold me. You've met pathological liars in your life. Oh, pff, yeah. I had yeah. to travel far. <laughs> you had to travel far. Uh, and I remember I, I remember the first pathological liar that I met that other people started calling him a pathological liar. Oh, okay. He was this guy who used to go to my uh, to the same karate school as me. And mm-hmm. He was a little bit older. And he eventually got me a job at my first restaurant. I was oh. working at, a, at as a busboy. Mm-hmm. And he was a line cook. Yeah. But he also did karate. And I remember the head chef being like, fuck that guy. He lies about fucking everything. Like, if I told you I went to a Bruce Springsteen concert, an hour later, he'll tell you a story about how he saved Bruce Springsteen's hat from falling into a canal. Yeah, of course. And then, like, that defined it for me. Yeah. It was just whatever it is, they have to one-up. There always has to be, everything has to be heightened. I remember the first uh, gal that I ever met that was like that, uh, that uh, in high school, she sat next to me in... Like, uh, so when I went to high school, everything was in alphabetical order. So basically, you ended up sitting near the same people every class for all four years of high school because it goes by your last name. Yeah. And so there's there's one woman who was always uh, behind me who for our whole lives, hilariously, we still are in contact because she's like friends of the family. Um, But the person that would always be like kind of in front of me or next to me was a pathological liar mm-hmm. and it her stories were so crazy that like you 
it's like I wanted to believe them, but she would come in and tell like these elaborate tales about like how she was auditioning for the New York Ballet that weekend. And then she'd bring in like a headshot that was clearly a picture of, um, oh, oh my God, my pregnancy brain is so bad right now. That actress from when we were younger that all the boys loved, Jennifer with the boobs. Love Hewitt. Jennifer yeah? Love Hewitt, yes. It was a picture of Jennifer Love Hewitt. <laughs> doing ballet and i was like this is not you this is jennifer love hewitt but she's like showing it around the class i mean like this is i you know i just got my headshots done because i'm trying out for the new york ballet and i'm like what like but it was like every day every monday was a new thing that happened that weekend forever yeah. and it was just it was my first introduction to someone who like really was delusional and they're yeah. lying so george santos um he was expelled from congress this yeah. week Congratulations. Uh, the sixth person in the history of the united states mm-hmm. to be expelled from the united states house of representatives this way yeah too many uh, demerits most most people who were expelled from uh the congress yep. uh were due to the civil war and most of those were senators yeah um George Santos is also the first Republican expelled this way. Mm-hmm. Because remember, during the Civil War, most of those senators and Congress people that were expelled were Democrats. Yeah. Because uh, Democrats before controlled the, the South. Before they before the flip. Um, so George is the first. He, he covers so many firsts. Yeah. But let's wind back a little bit and see how we got here. Okay. Because uh, it's important because the amount of lies and what he did is so crazy on so many levels, but also so stupid. Yeah. Like, it's not interesting. Like... When, when you think of a con man, you want to think movie, TV con man where, oh, it's wheels within wheels. With George, it really is just like stupid after stupid after stupid. Like yeah. how he really bungled his way into becoming a congressperson, much like the movie slash musical The Producers. Okay. Like this is the I, – I want to stress that. The story of George Santos and the movie The Producers by Mel Brooks – are virtually the same fucking story. Yeah. So in 2002, George Santos was elected in the 2022 midterms to represent a New York district. All right. It's a Long Island district. Uh, I think it's uh, New York, New York Congressional District 3. He defeated a Democrat who was running. The Democrat's name was Robert Zimmerman. Now, I had to look that up twice mm-hmm. to reconfirm. Okay. Because Robert Zimmerman is also Bob Dylan's real name. So I was like... <laughs> Uh, are we lying already that he yeah. beat Bob Dylan? Like, so I was already like, fro- I had to recall So a lot of places list this as a once blue district. Okay. But that's leaving out something major, which is in 2020, we had the United States census. Mm-hmm. And after that, each state redrew their maps. So this, this district, depending on census maps, has both changed shape and flipped between Republican and Democrats basically about every 10 years. Okay. Because it's whoever's in charge cuts this district in a certain way yeah this district was cut in the way it was cut to make sure a republican would probably more likely win it solely so that way the the democrats could control the rest of new york um so in this case he won the election he received george santos won 145,000 votes to rob zimmerman's 125,000 votes it's a difference about 20,000 uh, the final percentages is 53.74% for George Santos and 46.22% uh, for uh, Robert Zimmerman. So George Santos is elected. Now, Robert Zimmerman was not the incumbent. All he right. was a new guy. Mm-hmm. The incumbent from the prior election, yep. because this was George's second election. Oh. In 2020, George Santos ran for the same district. He ran against a man named Thomas Susie. 
So uh, S-U-O-Z-Z-I. Mm. Santos lost that election. All right. Um, and But it was it was the first election uh, in 2020. And this is very important because the reason Santos was the nominee is because no one else wanted to do it. <laughs> no one fucking cared. Yep. And COVID hit. Yep. So everyone's looking around because one thing that happens a lot, especially with losing areas, at that point in 2020, the seat was cut in a way that it was safe for a Democrat. Yeah. So Susie is looking around and they're like, who are they going to run? The Republicans, the Long Island Republicans usually are very strict about who gets to run. Mm-hmm. And when it came to this district, like whoever wins is going to fucking lose. Then COVID hits. Like, does anyone else want to do this? No. And then they look and there's one name in the box. Yeah. So George, by default, became the Republican nominee. He lost that election. Mm-hmm. Uh, he received 161,907 votes, while Susie, Thomas Susie uh, received 208,412 votes. So that's the difference, about 46, 47,000. Uh, so it's almost a complete flip from the prior election. Yeah. Now, that's important to note because, again, Santos received 161,000 votes in the election he lost. In the election he won, he received 146,000. I did notice that. So that's a huge shift in like how this is also a presidential year versus a non-presidential year, yada, yada. Blah, blah, blah. Um, one thing to note mm-hmm. is that when Thomas Susie ran against George Santos, he did not spend any money on opposition research. <laughs> okay. Because he knew he was going to win. Yeah. He looked around and he said, I'm going to win. And after doing two events with Santos, where they were both there as both being nominees for their prospective parties. Yeah. Thomas realized, hey, this guy's a fucking fraud and a phony and a con man. Yeah. So he's not going to win. But also, he's such a con man, I don't want to give him any publicity. Yeah. Even negative. So he didn't waste any money on doing any opposition research at all. And this is important in politics because in opposition research, people will put together literally binders of mm-hmm. information on you. They go to like page four of Google. Yeah. It gets crazy. Um, some recent races and elections that I've like dabbled in and volunteered and stuff like that, I've got to see some oppo books. And y'all, it gets nuts. There is a certain level of opposition research though is once you start like it's what is actually going to end up being believable yeah. by the general public because we've heard so many lies about people at this point. Mm. So Santos is, I don't know how much of his opposition research would have actually worked on the public. Yeah. Um, Santos, though, the the reason why he was still the nominee in 2022 was because he, he actually impressed a lot of Republicans in 2020. Okay. Because he, you know, he went and he did phone banking at Mar-a-Lago. He hobnobbed with the right people. He, you know, he had this kind of okay resume and was able to like, you know, really get along well at parties. And he was able to raise a lot of money. Now, that last part is immediately where we are starting (laughs) off with the lies. Because uh, he would tell people that he raised all this money and then they'd turn and look at the campaign finance reports and like, that's a lie. Yeah. Like, I don't know why. Like, this is so easily verifiable. He'd be like, I raised $20,000. They're like, you raised $10. Yeah. You, oh, my God, you raised $10. So that's kind of where it starts. And the reason why Santos became the number one poster boy of lying is in December 19th, 2022. After he wins election, mm-hmm. the New York Times finally researched him. Yeah. And started to discover everything this man has ever said is a lie. Mm-hmm. And that's where we're going to start off. 
Um, so the first lie that the New York Times really picked up was that Santos, and I have 51 lies here. Yeah. It's 51 lies. Are we doing all of them? This is going to be really long. Uh, we're going to go very fast through them. Okay. So we're going to start out with, I think it's like 30 some lies and the mostly claims. You know what I love? I have to just say this yeah. out of the gate. Is that like, okay, I, you know me. I don't like liars and I am deeply uncomfortable with dishonesty in like so many aspects of my life. But like also it's because even when I was younger, if I did lie about something, I hated having to like remember the lie to like, you know, like you, yeah. you have to like triangulate and like you have to remember the lie so that if you meet this person and you said that and like, so like I, I can't, I can't be dishonest because I find it so fucking overwhelming. Well, right to, now you really can't because you can't remember shit because of pregnancy brain. But like, no, let but me yeah. finish. So like the idea that this man has, doesn't even have like that thought process of like, I got to keep track of these lies. I got to, I got to make sure that part, party A and party B don't find out about these lies. Like nope. he doesn't, he just says didn't it and shit. goes and that's insanity to me i like that's the biggest thing that i can't wrap my head around is like the fact that he just like he just lies and then doesn't try to follow it you know what i mean it's crazy so we'll start off with lie number one Mm -hmm. he claimed he graduated summa cum laude with a 3.89 gpa from baruch college um baruch college has no record of him perfect uh he also claimed he graduated from new york university Mm -hmm. new york university has no record of him great he also claimed that his parents sent him to Horace Mann Prep School in the Bronx, which is like a really upscale, mm-hmm. no record of him. Yep. He claimed, this is now, now okay, so right off the bat, where he's already lying about school. So Listen, like to this day, we don't know where he went to school. If he went to school. If he went to school. And I'm, I'm going to actually state this at the top. Um, there's two things about Santos that are um, going to be frustrating. Mm-hmm. Number one, Santos is openly gay. Okay. Okay. And number two, uh, he is either an immigrant or the child of immigrants. Sure. All of these things can be used by bad people Mm. in a certain way. Yeah. Um, And I'm going to state this now. I'm actually not sure that George Santos is a actual legal citizen of the United States. Huh. I, I don't know. And we'll get into that. Okay. Um, All right. Number four, Uh, Santos claimed he was a volleyball star in college. Oh my God, that's incredible. And that he slayed both the Harvard and Yale teams. Exact words. He He said he slayed them. Yep. Uh, So here's the problem. This is another problem. Sometimes he says things and you're just like, icon. (laughs) So here's the problem. He he claimed he was a volleyball star at Baruch College. Yeah. Baruch does not play against Harvard and Yale. Okay, great. This this claim, though, appears to be uh, taken directly from the resume of his former boss. Oh my God, yes. Because he did work at Linkbridge Investors, and his boss was uh, Pablo Oliveira, who was an all American volleyball player at Baruch. That's incredible. Yeah. So, like, he just, like, collect resumes and then pick what you yeah. want and add it to your own. Yeah. And then add to that, even I more. I might say, uh, this is a, this is not a suggestion. It's just a thought I had once. Yeah. That maybe you just, Put whatever you want on your resume and nobody checks. Everyone used to work for Twitter now. It doesn't <laughs> yeah. matter. I famously said that to the point where it ended up in Snopes. Yeah. Um, he claimed, uh, this is this is number five. Okay. Santos claimed that he sacrificed mm? both of his knees. I'm sorry, what? And got two very nice knee replacements. Oh my God, at his young age? Because how much volleyball he played. Oh. So the volleyball lie has now gone to, I, I and I had double knee replacement. Double knee replacement because of all the volleyball. Yeah. 
Yeah. Just, wow. Just because of the volleyball. <laughs> That's Dang. why he needed the new knees. Bionic. Uh, he claimed he worked for Goldman Sachs and Citigroup, uh, oh. neither of which have any record. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to check his LinkedIn. Yeah. The Goldman Sachs lie reaches as far back as 2017, uh, where he made that claim under oath to Kings County Superior Court Judge Sean O'Donnell while he was speaking in support of a family friend at that person's bail hearing. Oh my God, that's so incredible. Like he he legit like couldn't even not lie about it to Just a judge. Just committing perjury yeah. outright. And it wasn't even his trial. I love he was, it. He was speaking as a friend. Mm-hmm. No, you can totally trust my friend. They don't, they should be released from custody. You believe me, I work at Goldman Sachs. What? What? That doesn't make me believe you anymore. Um, at one point, Santos claimed that he was both Jewish okay. and Ukrainian. You could be both. You can. In fact, I am. Yeah. Um, and he also, that his, that Santos's historical family name was actually Zabrowski. All right. Which is one of his AKAs. <laughs> one of his many. Do I need to start writing down names? Uh, so just so you know, it's George Anthony Devalder Santos is assumed to be his full name. Okay. Because he is going by George Santos. He's mm-hmm. going by uh, Anthony Devalder. Mm-hmm. He's going by George uh, George Devalder, George Zabrowski. And the, like a combination of those five names okay. is typically how he, that's his cipher yeah. of how he makes these. Uh, he claimed he was biracial, uh, specifically half black. Oh, all right. Because uh, his family's from Brazil. Uh, there's no proof of that. Uh, he claimed that he was, uh, in 2020, he claimed he was the first openly gay, sorry, 2022, he claimed he was the first openly gay non-incumbent Republican elected to Congress, um, but he did divorce a woman in 2019, and we have record of that. I don't really know how that one kind of plays. Wait a minute. He's saying he, oh, because openly gay. I was like, because yeah. that's, that's just not factual. Yeah, no, openly gay openly is big as a, But he was married to a lady, huh? Yeah, in 2019. But that could have been a green card marriage. So there's like a whole mix up I in there. I wonder if there's an NDA. I want her to break it. Yeah. Well, she'll be able to soon. He's going to go to prison. Yay. Um, he claimed he lived with his husband in mm. four, with, with his husband. Okay. Because he currently claims he's married. Oh, all right. There is no proof that this man exists. Okay. Uh, he claims he also has four dogs. Oh, so his boyfriend goes to a different high school? Yes. Okay. Uh, he claims he the lives- The girl that sat next to me in high school had, had that. Oh, did she? Yeah, yeah. So he currently claims that he is married to a man and uh-huh. they have four dogs and they live to, all together in Long Island. Mm-hmm. There is no marriage record. And there's no dogs? Uh, Don't you think paparazzi would have caught a picture of four dogs? I feel like they four would Four dogs have. is a lot of dogs. Uh, he claimed, uh, George Santos claimed that he had uh, committed no crimes in Brazil. Okay, I immediately, That's think, a lie. I, I immediately think he committed crimes in Brazil Yeah, now. because d- Brazilian prosecutors investigated him repeatedly for fraud. Um, he claimed that his mother, George mm-hmm. Santos's mother, was a white immigrant from Belgium. And that Belgium. her family lived in Brazil for over a century. So, like, those are counteracting each other. Yeah. Like, he claimed to have found, uh, he founded an animal charity All right. called Friends of Pets United. Friends of Pets United. Yes. All right. And this is a common grift of his. The We're FOP. Hear more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> FOPU, actually. FOPU. The FOPU. Yeah. It's not like the FUPA. Well, I was thinking the Fraternal Order of Police. Um, yeah. Uh, but anyway, there's no records for this. There's no official nonprofit there, records, anything. No 501 He has a thing about grifting people, especially dealing with animals. Oh, that's not good. It's not good. Uh, he claimed he owned a number of rental properties. They, no proof. No proof that he's ever don't been a landlord. Don't claim to be a landlord. Don't, yes, st- don't stolen valor landlording. 
He claimed uh, he was robbed of his rent money to one of his former roommates. Uh, he was behind on rent. Okay. And he claimed that he took it out in cash and was robbed on the way home. Oh, my God. Wait, hold on. Which I had a roommate one time do that. Okay, hold on. We are talking about the this list of lies is so insane because the the level of lying is so like we w- we went from talking about pretending to work at one of the most high powered companies ever to also just lying about that you didn't have money for rent. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. just every moment as a lie. Yeah, no, there, there's legit every person he's met in his mm-hmm. life has at least five to six lies. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he claimed he was. So I, I also I did have a roommate who did that. Yeah, of course. And they like, I was living in a place and rent was like their portion of rent was like four fifty because this was two thousand eight and god damn it we had it better back oh, then. Oh my god, it was four fifty because it was nine hundred for this two bedroom apartment. Yeah, and he didn't have the money. He claimed he got robbed. I was like that sucks, and then I covered it. I was like, yeah. dude, I got it because I had like a pretty good job working as a busboy actually. Yeah, and I had a good weekend. So I was like, I got it covered. You know, we'll work it out. You can pay a little bit more for the next couple months and then it'll even out. Yeah. And about uh, three days later, he had a quarter pound of weed. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that's, that's called having rent. a roommate in your 20s. Yeah. I was like, there it is. There I it was is. Like, I it dr- wasn't like a nickel bag. It was a lot of weed. Yeah. And I was like, I what was the just fuck? Thinking I had a roommate a million years ago. This had to be like 2003 and she didn't have rent money. The one time. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, I can cover it for you. Because we both worked at the same restaurant. So I was yeah. like, whatever. I'll just pay the rent. And the, like that night I got home and her and her boyfriend were doing the most drugs off of our table that I had ever seen. And I yeah. was like, you got drug money, but you don't got rent money. And that's just part of your 20s, man. Yeah. No, it is. <laughs> just part of your... Okay, yeah, when Santos, you're the... you get this one. <laughs> I'm assuming you were in your 20s when this happened. It feels like that. I feel like it was like their old, their roommate from like 10, 15 yeah. years ago. Um, he claimed that his mom uh, died in 9-11. Okay, that's a really fucked up lie. Uh, she died in 2016. What? Yeah, she wasn't even involved in 9-11. I don't think she was even in Manhattan that day. Oh my God. Okay. Or Virginia or Pennsylvania. Okay. Just to cover all the 9-11s. Because mm-hmm. there were three 9-11s. Yeah. They all happened at the same time. Uh, he claimed... Now, this one's wild. All right. You ready for it? Yeah. Because this one's going to take a turn. (laughs) He claimed he was one of the first people in the United States to get COVID. Why would you want want that to be true? So, Semaphore uh, investigated this. Okay. And uh, according to metadata of photos uh, of George Santos in a hospital gurney and of positive COVID testing at Elmhurst Hospital in Queens... this may actually be true. <laughs> there is a possibility that George Santos <laughs> might have been patient zero in New York. That's incredible. Yeah. What was he doing? I don't know. Where uh, was he going? He was probably just lying. <laughs> the thing is, it's like... He was out with his four He dogs. was probably just out sweaty. And they're like, he's like, I've been jogging. <laughs> you clearly have a fever, you psycho. Anyway, uh, he claimed... Uh, to have voted on specific House bills. Okay. Uh, you know, as a congressperson. Mm-hmm. Uh, but those bills uh, were actually voted on before he was ever even sworn in. Come on. Those are checkable. I know. A lot of these are. He claimed his grandmother was a Holocaust survivor. Nope. Wait. Belgium grandmother? No, no. His Bel- Remember, his mom was from Belgium, according yeah, to his lies. That went to Brazil. And that he's also Jewish. And that and his Ukrainian. grandmother... And, and Ukrainian. Okay. And that his grandma somehow survived the holocaust okay 
But that's not true. That's not true at all. Okay. Because his family was in Brazil. Uh, he claimed that he had employees, personal employees, who died in the Pulse shooting in 2016 down in Florida. What? Yeah. He just wanted he wanted to get that anti-Muslim money. Oh, my God. Because a big part of this also is him leaning in, especially in Long Island. A lot of his lies, if you actually track them back far enough, that a lot of them are just very anti-Muslim. Oh, okay. So, like, the Paul shooting was done by a Muslim man. Yeah. Uh, him being Jewish is, again, to lean into that more. The 9-11 lies, all these different things. As you start to string them together, um, he claimed his mom, whose name is Fatima DeVolder, mm-hmm. uh, worked at the World Trade Center on 9-11. Again, Not she true. wasn't even in the country at the time. Uh, and she hadn't been in the country since 1999, and she didn't apply for a visa until 2003. Uh, he claimed to raise money. Oops, blew right past that one. He claimed uh, that he didn't have any money for his mom's funeral. Okay. So he petitioned a cha- Catholic church. Uh, specifically, he petitioned a man named Father Jose Carlos de Silva of St. Rita's Catholic Church in Long Island City. Mm-hmm. They helped cover the uh, funeral costs by passing around a collection plate for that purpose during mass. Um, they don't they have a total of how much money was, ra- was raised because that was just handed directly to George. Yeah. Um, after the funeral, uh, he just went skiing with the money in the Poconos. Okay, the Poconos? He took, he took his mom's funeral money and went to the Poconos. What? Oh, my God. Uh, he claimed on a show called The Loud Majority that he has, quote, very extensive role in gas and oil in this country and that he helped develop carbon capture technology thanks to his many trips to Moscow. What? Yeah, he claimed that he was like, he's an oil baron, too. Oh my god. Like okay. it's just like it's just this what, is an incredible resume. It's insane. All right, you ready for the next one? Yeah. He claims he's six foot two. Okay. Listen. Lies. He is barely taller than Matt Gates. Yeah. Matt Gates, we know is six foot seven. Okay. Excuse me, is five foot seven. Five foot seven. Yeah, we know Matt Gates is five foot seven. You know why we know that? Let's hold hands. Because Matt Gates has been arrested and booked. <laughs> So we have Matt Gates' exact oh, measurement. And so soon when he gets arrested in like the coming weeks, they're going to have his height and they're going to publish yep. it. Yeah. So and he's, it's going to be 5'5". He's, he's probably 5'8 in heels. Well, he's definitely in heels. Yeah. Um, he claimed on a Brazilian podcast uh, that he was the victim of an attempted assassination. Okay. Uh, he claimed on that same podcast that his home in Florida was vandalized because of his political affiliation. That's being not a true. gay Republican. Yeah, that's not true. I don't think he actually has a home in Florida. I don't think so either. Uh, he claimed on that same Brazilian podcast that he was um, that he was mugged mm-hmm. in New York. Okay, while he was leaving his office. Sure, uh, his office on Fifth Avenue in Manhattan mm-hmm. uh, at three p.m. in the afternoon. This is never no. in the middle of the street. Okay, and they took his briefcase, watch, and shoes. No. Uh, and that this was witnessed by his imaginary husband. Okay. And that the two men that mugged him, mm-hmm. quote, weren't black. They were even white. What's that even mean? I don't know. Also, okay, I need to tell you something about getting mugged. When you get mugged, it's always on some offshoot street. It's always like somewhere nobody is. It's always to the side. It's always in some weird extreme hour of the day when there's not a lot of people around. It's not 3 p.m. on one of the busiest streets in the fucking world. Yeah. Are you kidding? And they took your shoes? They took his shoes and his briefcase. Get out of here. And his watch. No. Okay. No. Uh, Number 28. He claimed that he had a cancerous brain tumor 
but then he got better. Well, that what if, that one's true because like what if the tumor is pushing on some part of on, his on brain, the lying part on the lying part it's just it's, just, it's like a, i just watched a oh what was the show i was watching on i am last night the mm-hmm. the cop show i was watching on i am last night where it's like oh, fuck it's not law and order criminal minds criminal minds yes i was watching criminal minds last You're, night this baby is wrecking your brain <laughs> and the whole episode was this guy was like murdering women because his wife left him, but he went crazy because he had a tumor pushing on his brain in the weird way. Mm. So what if Santos just has a tumor and this is the only truth he said and this tumor is just pushing and that's where all the lies are coming from. So um, remember how I said that this is much like the movie The Producers? Yeah. Okay. Uh, because oh, did he produce a Broadway show? He claimed to donors to his campaign mm-hmm. that he produced the Broadway <laughs> musical Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. What? Which, uh, which famously lost sixty million dollars. You don't, you don't get to pick and a good like one. almost killed three Spider Men. Yeah, because like they had to swing and it was so dangerous. Yeah, and it was like Bono was a part of it. Yeah, but again, he claimed that he was one of the producers of this. You don't pick one that's bad. No, but that's what the movie The Producers is about. I know. Uh, he claimed on Piers Morgan. That all of the lying, quote, wasn't about tricking anybody, which is like the point of lying. He's not trying to trick you. He's just trying to like really have a cool, fun backstory. Uh, Number 31, he claimed to have made a series of four-figure donations to local Republican groups and $2,800 to Trump's re-election committee. Okay. Um, none of the reports Trackable. show him having Trackable. paid any of this money. Trackable. He just told people he did. Yeah. Uh, he claimed on an early version of his website that he and his family were engaged in helping children with EB. What's EB? EB is ebridemolosis bullosa, a rare and serious condition that causes fragile, blistering skin. Oh, okay. Uh, he claimed that through various nonprofit organizations around the country, they were helping and assisting children. A uh, few organizations actually deal with this rare condition because it's so rare. Yeah. And those organizations uh, that do report that none of them have ever fucking heard of George Santos. <laughs> because again, you it's like a lot of nonprofits will have open records for who yeah. the donors are. Who the donors are, but also like even if he was like, well, I at least advocate for it. You know, I, yeah. I sold some bumper stickers or magnets or whatever. Like, no, yeah. we have no idea. We don't who know who are you are. Who are you? He literally found a rare disease and was like, got it. No one will check. And then they're like, you won the race. So now we're checking. Now we have to check, guys. Um, and lastly, and this is just for the lies uh, before we take our first break. Okay. Uh, he claimed, George Santos claimed, mm-hmm. that his niece was kidnapped by the Chinese government, likely in retaliation for his criticisms of the Chinese Communist Party. Okay, wait. And so the the niece has not been recovered from the Chinese government. It's just it's just straight up a lot. I don't even know. If they, I don't even think he has a niece. I don't. I have a question. Yeah. Um, before we go on break, uh, so this Brazilian podcast. When you were talking about him being on a Brazilian podcast, I started picturing a Brazilian Joe Rogan, and I need you to know that's a funny thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brazilian Joe Rogan. Who's like really into Brazilian jiu-jitsu and is like way better at it than Joe Rogan. Yeah, he just calls it jiu-jitsu. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. <laughs> stupid. That's stupid. <laughs> I know, I love it. Um, so. Wait, with, so the first half was just lies? That was just the lies. Is the second half just crimes? The, it's mostly scams and crimes. 
Nice. It's scams and crimes, and we'll go into a little bit of of uh, his federal charges. Okay. But yeah, but you can see though, like how they just keep layering on each other, and it's like, yeah. what? Why? Uh, just so you guys know, I did find most of this list from a comment uh, on a website, and then went back and tracked a lot of these things yeah. to make sure they're accurate. Someone put the list together. I was like, this is amazing. I I rearranged it to put all the lies and claims together, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then this man made a, a croissant of lies. Just layers. Just layers. Buttery, layers. buttery layers. When you peel back a George Santos Baklava onion. of lies. Uh, so when we get back, let's talk about uh, his Wikipedia and GoFundMe shenanigans. <laughs> okay. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And we're back. Yep. We're here to talk a little bit more about George Santos, a.k.a. Anthony If that Gavalder. is his real name. Yeah, all those things. Uh, so that was the 33 lies and crimes. Lies. Lies, lies. and claims. Uh, let's talk about some of his Wikipedia shenanigans. I got three of those here. What do you mean Wikipedia shenanigans? So he created an editor name for himself oh my on God. Wikipedia. Yes. And the editor name was Anthony DeVolder. Oh, come on you have to be this more... is this is where we started to discover like one of the many places where they're like what is his real fucking name because he uses so many fake ones yeah um he edited his wikipedia page to claim that he acted in the disney shows hannah montana and the sweet life of zach and cody oh my God. he claimed he was a fucking actor that's incredible yes um he's like i know miley yeah exactly he was like no her you know I call her Miley. Everyone else calls her Hannah. Like, oh. fucking idiot. Um, he also, on his wiki editing, uh, he stated that he had taped a movie in 2009. Mm-hmm. And that movie was called The Invasion, starring Uma Thurman, Chris O'Donnell, Melissa George, and Alicia Silverstone. Um, Chris O'Donnell was spelled wrong. Uh, Alicia Silverstone was spelled wrong. Perfect. And Uma, Uma Thurman was spelled Uma Thurman. Well, because if he spelled it right, it would have... It might have uh, triggered something. It would have triggered a check. Mm. Uh, that movie came out in uh, 2007. 
Oh, it's a real movie. Yeah, there's a movie called The Invasion. Okay. It came out in 2007, and it starred uh, Nicole Kidman and Daniel Craig. Oh, well. So he tried lying and made up a movie and just threw people he knew of in it. Listen, that's what you do. Uh, through his editing of, of his personal wiki, yeah. he has uh, claimed that he worked as a drag queen uh, from the age of 17, and he won several gay beauty pageants. Uh, all of these edits were red- riddled with typos and spelling errors. Now, that part's interesting about the wiki edit because the one thing I didn't cover up top is one of the few things he has denied mm-hmm. is that he's a drag queen. Yeah, I remember him saying he wasn't a He's going out of his way repeatedly. And a big part of that is because the people he was grifting alongside with were so anti-drag at the time. Yeah. if I think that if he came to prominence in 2017, yeah, if he was an early Trump grifter, not a late Trump grifter, I think he would have been out and proud as a drag queen. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I think because the fact that the don't say gay bills and the anti-drag stuff was moving, especially among the Boberts and Greens of the world, yeah. Marjorie Taylor Greens, and they're the loudest, and that was his running crew. Yeah. And so since they're all screaming, drag queen's bad, drag queen's bad, he pretended he wasn't a drag queen, which, weirdly enough, seems to be one of the few things in his life he actually liked. He yeah. actually liked being a drag queen, and he's terrible at it. He went by the name Katara, uh, which is from Avatar The Last Airbender, you oh, bitch. Nice. Don't ruin her for the rest of us. <laughs> I um, Okay, wait. I have a question. Yes. Number one, if you were a drag queen who's about a good time, why would you hang out with Marjorie Taylor Greene? Ew. Get better gal pals. Number two. Did he use his Wikipedia editing to edit other people's pages, like his enemies? So I didn't see that. It was really just a matter of people went to he look did. at his page. He did. You can't. I'm never. No, I know. I know. He did. I'm sure he did. Petty I, bitch. I don't have the proof there's, of that. There's people that went against him in some way, in a small way. Well, you know what he's doing right now? What? Ever since they, they expelled him. What? He's been going on Twitter tirades and screaming about all these different people. He's been outing people. He's changing their wiki pages right now as we speak. You know, but he's also changing it, though, through Twitter. Is he's going on Twitter and he's posting. He's saying that like a specific uh, female congressman is actually secret. A Republican is secretly a lesbian. Okay. He's saying this one over here is like doing all these different fraud. Like he's listing all their crimes. But the thing is, is like the crimes he's listing for the most part, minus the outing, the one lady. Yeah. Everything else are all stuff that's already been alleged. Yeah. It's just that right now the spotlight's on George. He's like, Lindsey so George, Graham. You're yeah. Like, we know. Yeah, I know. But it's it's the thing is the spotlight's on George. So then George is like, well, what about this? What about this? What about this? What about this? Oh, my God. Yeah. I, uh, All while voguing. I know. Ugh. Okay, so let's go into the GoFundMe scams. All right. This Good. We need to hate him again. Yeah. No, we should. Because we, I, I do want to stress, this is, in, this is a bad person. He's a bad person. I know. There is but such- But there's something so funny about creating your own wiki editor. Well, you know what it is? It's, it's George Santos falls very similar in that same vein as like Courtney Love for me. Oh, right. Okay. Courtney Love- Trashy bitch who yeah. murdered Kurt, Kurt Cobain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Do we have However, to say allegedly on that one? No. Okay. <laughs> no, fuck it. She's never going to hear this. Um, but she murdered Kurt Cobain. I will just. I, I'll, st- I'm, <laughs> I'll, I'm I'll a, say allegedly. I'm, I'll fucking. I'll stand by it. <laughs> Prove me wrong. Um, but at the same time, there were some times there that she, she was just fun, and you're like, ah, fuck. You'd forget for a minute. Yeah. You know. Uh, it was same super thing with George. Fun when she released that rec- first record from Hole, that was really, really good, and definitely wasn't all of Kurt's songs. Yeah, it definitely wasn't. It definitely <laughs> was every wasn't. album after that was, was nowhere terrible. near, nowhere near as sure, good. Sure, sure, sure. And then she's like, "I'm into acting now." I'm like, okay, yeah, fine. 
Um, all right. Wait, f- I have a fun fact about Courtney Love. What? What's your fun fact? Fun fact. Okay, so I had a friend in high school who uh, sister moved to LA and became a personal assistant. And she was a personal assistant for Courtney Love. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And like one of her many jobs was like, you know, just like taking care of like her hat, her big mansion, all shit. And she had to like go through her like clothes. Like I guess Courtney Love decided one day she wanted like to order like all new clothes. And so this woman was in charge of like just like donating and getting rid of all these clothes. And she ended up sending her sister back in Philly all of Courtney Love's bras. Oh. And my friend had huge boobs and they didn't fit. So she gave them to me. And so for like my senior year of high school, I had Courtney Love bras. <laughs> Actual Courtney Love that bras. That actually is a fun fact. <laughs> yeah. How have you never mentioned this I before? I don't know. I just thought of it. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Yeah. This feels like a Santos lie. <laughs> it's not. It's it true. feels like a Santos lie. I'm line. not going to say the person's name. No, but I, know, I, can, I know. I can fact check myself. But it, it's very funny that it does. <laughs> doesn't it feel like it though? Like no, it's, I was no. there. Okay. You, to you. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So let's go into the GoFundMe scams. So he started a GoFundMe as Anthony Zabrowski, mm-hmm. and uh, he said, started as a charity, and he falsely claimed that it was a 501c3 nonprofit. Okay. Uh, no paperwork was ever filed for that. It was That's just the first scam. He raised $3,000 in a GoFundMe as Anthony DeVolder. Mm-hmm. This was to help a disabled homeless veteran's dog. Okay, yes. You have kind of I've, I've mentioned this, this one repeatedly. Yeah. The dog had a tumor. Okay. Uh, George claimed that this was to raise money for the homeless, disabled veterans dog's tumor removal. Okay. George kept the money and the dog died of cancer. So he killed a homeless, disabled veteran's dog. He started another GoFundMe. He's got to get off this platform, dude. This time as Anthony DeVolder on behalf of Anthony DeSantos. Oh, for himself? Yes. And that's how this was listed on the GoFundMe page. Uh, this was, again, to raise thousands of dollars for his mom's funeral expenses. Uh, but they were paid for by the church. That's, they all ended up on a ski slope in the Poconos. Oh. So that's that's the that's the general. It's like you keep saying that, and I'm just like, so he's doing cocaine? Yeah. I don't know. So that's that's just the, the GoFundMe ones on their own. They're just GoFundMe that I could pull out of the list. Yeah. Uh, so There could be more. He just used different names, maybe. Maybe he figured out how to use a couple extra ones. So let's get into the general crimes now. Okay. Okay. So that those were that was just a fun little aside there. Oh, yeah, I fun have aside. fun aside. The guy's dog dying. Yeah. Well, murdered by George. Um, yeah. So he had. I have eleven here. Actually, twelve. Number one is just general lying about campaign finances. Mm-hmm. He didn't fill out a single form properly ever, and like every one of those forms, like is a federal crime. Oh, well, like was it? He didn't fill them out correctly because it was like an accident because he doesn't know how to spell right so for number two okay. he used four thousand dollars of his campaign funds to pay for botox and other uh, cosmetic cons- procedures okay well i mean i'm not mad at that number three he used campaign funds to pay for only fans okay well small, he's helping small business owners small I business can... owners yeah yeah, 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 yeah sure yeah. sir sure uh number four his election campaign listed several people as donors to his campaign okay uh those people don't exist Including a few who lived at addresses that don't exist either, such oh as God. West Fingerboard Road in New York. No. Yeah. Wait, how illegal is that? Uh, that's very illegal. Okay. That's incredibly illegal. I was like, that's got to be illegal. Uh, some of his campaign staffers, of one of which has already been not only arrested but sentenced, uh, impersonated as staffers for the Speaker of the House at the time, Kevin McCarthy. Mm-hmm. They impersonated Kevin McCarthy staffers to elicit 
future campaign donations from uh, other Republican donors. Okay. By saying like, hi, this is Kevin McCarthy's office. I'm, I'm this chief of staff. I'm calling because like you should give money to George Santos. Um, that one is one of the strange ones because George does have deniability there. Yeah. But he's lied about so much shit. Does he have deniability? You know what I yeah, mean? Like at uh, this point, like he's, he's committed every fucking crime. Uh, that was a really big one. Uh, he set up a company. Oh, called- wait, I just want to say that, like, I I love scamming McCarthy's people. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no I'm listen, here listen. For that. Every time he scams other Republicans, I'm like, yes, bitch, yeah, get sure, it. Go for yeah, it. but also, like, remember when we went over to um, after after your grandfather passed, uh-huh. and we were over the house, and we were going through mail. Yeah, and like realizing how many just he would get a thing, and it'd be like. You gotta stop the wokes, and he just mailed him a ten dollar check. Oh my god! Every time, like that's what George, that's the world George was living in. Mm-hmm. And again, I want to stress, the only reason he failed is because he won an election. Yeah. If he had never won, he would have still been making money. He still would have been probably clearing between eighty to hundred grand a year of just scamming people. Yeah. All of these different guys. What always same thing with Trump. What always gets them in trouble is actually succeeding at anything. When the dog catches the car. A hundred percent. Um, he set up a company called the Devolder Organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is what he claimed on all of his campaign forms is the source of all of his wealth. Oh, all right. Uh, the address for the Devolder Organization is a closed medical office. <laughs> okay. So when they pointed that out, the address was then changed to a P.O. box at mailboxes, et cetera. Oh, no. Uh, which, again, is still also not, you have to have a physical address say, under the Patriot Act. Yeah, that. you can't do a P.O. box. He told a new hire. Uh, at his capital office, a All man right. named Derek Myers, that he would work as a, quote, volunteer until his payroll information was processed. That is not how this works. Yeah, it's not. You're just, He's no. like, no, you're just a volunteer. And then, you know, once we get you processed into payroll, then we'll start paying you. Come work at my office in D.C. It was never processed. Okay. Uh, Myers then uh, alleged that uh, Santos grabbed his crotch uh, oh. after propositioning him to go out to karaoke. Oh, okay. So that's the only one of those that really came up during all of these reads. There isn't too many of those. And then again, this is also from Derek Myers. I don't want to victim whatever, victim shame or any of that stuff. But this is a guy who is like working for, who wants to work for George Santos after knowing who George Santos, this could be a grift on grift. A grift or grifting. Yeah. We don't know. It's all, you know, it's just a series of pyramid schemes. Yeah. Again with the dogs, he bought two puppies from an Amish farmer in but Lancaster. But he already has four. In Lancaster County, PA. I know where that is. Um, which his assistant quickly spirited away to their car. Mm-hmm. George paid with a check. Oh, right. The check was in his own name, George Santos. Okay. That check bounced. Sure. The dogs were never returned. So he stole dogs. Okay, I wanna, I'm going to go out a little on this one. From a puppy mill. From yeah. a puppy yeah, mill. Yeah, he stole dogs from because, a puppy uh, mill. Because people that aren't from Pennsylvania, the area that they're talking about Lancaster. is Lancaster. A lot of uh, Amish. Is known to have Amish puppy mills because Amish people don't um, believe that animals have like souls or whatever, so they don't really yeah. take care of them. They they view dogs as farm animals, yeah. and so they don't care about dogs being treated any differently. Like humanely is yeah. like a thing. So it's, it's well known in the state or the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania that... And it's any type of puppy you buy that because again buying dogs, but buying a puppy from Lancaster specifically, you're likely getting a dog that's like really probably abused and neglected. So theoretically, if he scams a puppy mill, I don't know if I'm actually upset. 
Because did he not just rescue those dogs? Uh, yeah. Did he rescue I, those dogs? Now, the thing is, that it was. Did it, he Peter Pan, though? Not Peter Pan. He then sold, Robin Hood. He then, I believe, sold them again. Oh, come on. Like, that's the thing. <laughs> it's like, like I believe so he then sold. I think he sold them oh, again. Oh, no. I don't have it in this note, but I remember oh, reading this before. I was trying so hard. Um, he allegedly kited other checks in Pennsylvania, which is a federal crime. Yeah. Um, Who's he, taking checks? I, he was he was charged with theft by deception by the York County DA's office, uh, though the case was dismissed after Santos claimed that the checks were actually stolen from him. Oh, okay. So, so Santos wrote bad checks. checks. No, Santos wrote bad yeah. checks. He knew they didn't have money in them. Uh-huh. He received the goods. Yeah. And then he also was trying. There's this thing in check kiting. It's what you do is what you, you take money and move it between banks mm-hmm. and then write checks and be like, no, there's money there for it. And like, yes, when you wrote the check, there was money in that account. Yeah. But you've already moved it to another account. So then the check bounces. And it's 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 an old move that grifters used to do. Most places, it doesn't happen as much anymore because everyone just uses debit cards or Venmo or whatever. Yeah. Uh, it's a much faster way to do it. Um, but he claimed that, oh, no, my checkbook was just stolen. And the, whoever did that was, you know, it's like, but George, you were going to the bank and moving it. You're the one who was logging online. Incredible. But again, the judges and like the DA, they didn't. Like it's, in York we, County, PA? Yeah. Yeah, okay. They're looking around. They're like, what are we talking about? Two grand here? We're really going to spend fucking 18 hours to put away this guy for this? Like, no, nah, let's go mm-hmm. back to the other thing. So, yeah. Um, so that tied with the dog stuff. It's He clearly did that. Um, he applied for and received $24,000 in unemployment benefits, including COVID relief in 2020, while he was running for office. And he continued that again in 2021, while he was still employed, making $120,000 a year through his official organizations on his campaign finance reports. Okay, so he... So he claimed he was unemployed to Uh the state of New York and Mm -hmm. the federal government, got COVID money, got $24,000 across two years, while also making $120,000... By being employed by the state of New York. On paper... By being employed by the DeVolder organization, which he claims exists but doesn't actually exist, that he then also claimed on all of his campaign forms was paying him this money. So which form is he lying on? One of them. Exactly. He's backed himself into a fucking corner, but also he saw free money. Um, so this was continued, the weird campaign contribution stuff uh, continued in 2022. He received through a phony pack. Uh, political action committee called Redstone Strategies LLC. All right, uh, which had two managers, one of which was Devolder Organization God LLC, that he claimed was a five hundred one c four company, but he never registered with the IRS. As such, he laundered contributions through his personal banking accounts. Oh my god! And then he used them to pay down his personal debts, buy designer clothing, and give money to his associates. Oh my god! And the last one. We're already at the last one. This is the last one of all that. This is this is technically fifty two. Oh my god! Okay. This in the list. Um, so when he was expelled on on the other day, yeah. When he was being expelled from Congress, another congressman came forward mm-hmm. and was like, "Y'all, he grifted me <gasps> and my mom." What? Yeah. So basically, at some point, I guess they had donated money to his campaign. Mm-hmm. George stole a lot of people's credit card information. Shut the. And so he stole people's identities and he ran up their credit card bills for like thousands of dollars. And so this congressman 
had to come who I think is another New York congressman. I don't have the name right in front of me, mm. but he had to go out and like hire lawyers and do chargebacks and has been like reporting the fraud through yeah. like Visa or MasterCard or American Express, whatever. Like he's trying to get the money back. And like George Santos was almost not expelled from Congress. Like they almost didn't have enough votes. Oh my God. But George himself grifted so close to the sun <sighs> you don't grift that he eat. pushed himself over the limit. Because you need a two-thirds majority. Yeah. It's 290 out of 435 people who don't agree on anything. Yeah. All right? Usually you need like, was it like 212 or 213 to get the fucking majority? You need 290. And they were like, yo, fuck this dude, dude. Yeah. Who did it? I, like, I, when I was reading, it was like, I think it was, I can't remember the guy's last name. I don't want to say what, what the last name was because I don't have it. But like, it's also one of those wild things because um, my mom mentioned it to me. She's like, these fuckers. Like, it only matters to it when it happens to them. Because before this moment, before yeah. we found this out on Thursday, a few months ago, it came out that he had done this to tens if not hundreds of people yeah so these guys can stand around stand next to this dude have coffee with this dude fucking go to fundraisers with this dude knowing he did this but then he did it directly to them and they're like ah you can't trust him yeah exactly so what the fuck so yeah yeah, that's that's the list of the general ones he is currently facing 23 charges in federal court the first 13 counts came on may 9th 2023 they include uh money laundering Theft of public funds, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. making material false statements to the House of Representatives. Yep. Okay. Um, on May 10th, they were unsealed. Five counts of wire fraud, three counts of money laundering, uh, two more counts of wire fraud, and a count of stealing public funds, and two counts of making false statements. Damn. That's on just the first one. And then they came back again on October 10th and hit him with 10 more charges. Yeah. And that's when we start getting into the identity theft. Uh, one count of conspiracy to commit offensive against the United States of Ooh, America. All right. Two more counts of wire fraud, two counts of aggravated identity theft, and one count of device access fraud, all relating to making the charges uh, on his donor, donor's credit cards. Mm-hmm. And two more counts of making material materially false statements to the FEC and two counts of, file, of falsifying records submitted to obstruct the FEC which is the Federal Election Commission. Yeah. Uh, both of these are related to his campaign's financial state, specifically inflating campaign record receipts with non-existent loans and campaign donations that either didn't exist or were straight up stolen. Man, I really hope. And I, I know it, it, it's like that I don't want, you know, you don't want to pile on. But I'm saying this is a lot of credit card stuff. This is a lot of mixing it up in the bank lines. Yeah. But I'm saying, when are we going to find out about the mail? Oh, because he definitely committed mail fraud. when the postal inspectors get involved. Yeah. Oh, buddy. So. Oh, but let me tell you, those grandmas sending in those $10 checks, okay, you frauded them, the postmaster general's going to come in. So here's the thing. A lot of people are worried whether or not he'll um, run back to Brazil because he lived in Brazil for years. Okay. And he committed fraud down there. Do they extradite? They don't extradite, but that's your. I, I don't know about that. You were talking about they extradite back to here. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Mm. I have to look into that. Uh, I'm not really up on my international law right now. Okay, well. Um, But the thing is, is like there are still charges floating out there that could possibly be put against him in Brazil. Do you know what I mean? And like he's such an embarrassment to Brazil that I think at this point, if he fled to there, it would become a whole thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like he can't flee to Cuba. 
Nope. Because like he's come out so hard against communism, and that's where. It, listen. Here we go. An extradition treaty between the United States and Brazil was signed on January thirteenth, nineteen sixty one, and implemented on February eleventh, nineteen sixty five. There you go. So he can, he can he can go there. They'll send him back. Yeah. Well, he could still he could tie it up for a bit though. He yeah. could flee to Brazil. It could take a couple years. Yeah. I did, I just don't think he's. I think the thing is is he's been grifting so hard, so fast, so loose. I don't. I don't. I don't think, think he has any that. savings. Yeah. Oh no. I don't think there's any money set aside. No, but his skin smooth. Oh my god. Lips plumped. He actually does. I, the th- that's the part that's kind of <laughs> crazy is when you look at images of him, he has gotten better looking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's been like he's, he's got the hair done. Yeah, he got the hairline. He definitely done. got the hairline done a little mm-hmm. bit. He's definitely had Botox. Like, obviously, yeah. we have the fuck. We literally have the receipts. Yeah. But like his skin does look better. Because yeah, again, got it's, the it's best it's, creams from Sephora. It's right around the eyes. Because like yep. when you get the closer you can get to those evil eyes of his, those little grifting little eyes, dark, that's where you start to see the, the cracks. Yep. But everything until the eyes is like smooth as a fucking baby's bottom yeah um he's using the best la mer creams oh my god he's having he's that's the thing is and it, it wouldn't be so annoying if every time he was interviewed he wasn't so joyful like he's having the best time oh my god the, there is an interview with him where he's like i just found out what only fans is and like <laughs> and the person is like you fucking liar like, like everyone is like why but like that's the thing though i just wanted to point out that he's a pathological liar because yeah. like yeah he's a con man he's a grifter all these other things there are so many things in here where it gets to a point where I don't believe he actually knows how to tell the truth anymore. Yeah. I think this is his whole thing. Whether or not – I don't want to play psychologist on any other part of that where that comes from. But from every interview I've seen with him, everything – it's like comical. That's what I mean. It's very silly. It's so insane. Yeah. And are there worse members of Congress? Yes. Yes. Menendez, so did, get them out. Yes. Should there, are there many people who should be expelled from Congress? Yes. Yes. 100%. <laughs> did this bitch go so far that even they were like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, that's, that's you where we're at with this. You can't shit where you eat. You cannot yeah. be yeah. scamming the people that you work with, with your coworkers. Yeah. Unless you're in nursing, because then you can grift them into your MLM. Yeah, you can. <laughs> if you're a nurse, mm. I'm a nurse made a difference. Um, uh, but yeah, no, yeah. that's just how that that all kinds of comes together. I love this story. I like that we we don't know how it's going to end. It's oh, it's I know how it's happening right. I now. think I know how it ends. He's going to go to he's going to go to federal jail for a very long time. I think you're wrong. I I would bet. I, I actually I think that he's going to go to federal jail for not that long of time. He's going to go for less time than the Tiger King. And he's going to make content just like Tiger King does from jail. I think he's... And he's going to come out and he's going to be semi-famous and get on a reality show. I think he's going to get 10 years. Flavor Flav style. I think he's going to get at least 10 years. Mm-hmm. I think that the people he's fucked over are rich and powerful enough mm-hmm. that it will stick. I think they're like screwing over like the grandparents of the world. Doesn't matter. Fucking over sitting congressmen. And embarrassing them the way that they, he did by his just by being next standing next to them. Yeah, like I don't know if you saw it. There is a clip on TikTok from C-SPAN of the moment they read the final results. Yeah, and you see him, and he's like, "Well," and like he's like turning to like he's kind of near like some guys who were kind of in leadership, like in the um the one crazy people caucus of Republicans. So yeah. He's there, but like Byron Donaldson and a few other guys, and like they won't look at him. Like the second the hammer comes down, he's like, bye. And like, like you see them like, oh yeah, look at like they pretend like they're like, oh, look at that light bulb up there. They all instantly are like trying to not fucking high schoolers. It's so crazy. But I'm saying like 
he and from the Congress people I've talked to, like the rage towards Santos in particular, mm-hmm. because the biggest thing he did is he exposed all of their grifts. Yeah. And that's the crime. He brought the spotlight in. Yeah. And you can't because do he's that. a good drag queen. He's a fucking. He brought the spotlight to the stage. Yep. He produced the show. Here's the thing is, is, is I think, I think that he can try mm-hmm. once he's out to go on the apology tour. I don't, I don't think he's going to apologize for anything. I don't think he is either, but I think that's going to leave him like just such a toxic little availability. Yeah, he's going to be. Uh, Again, I said it before. Mass Mass Singer is like the top. He's going to be Amarosa. No, but Amarosa knew Amarosa had connections to still play Amarosa now. Maybe that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to end up like Amarosa now. Yeah, but not being dressed down by New York. Woo! Listen, I love it. Anyway, that's. <laughs> That's been our episode. That's, that's our, been our season. That's been our season. Oh my god, it's so crazy. I know. We've I been know. doing this for an entire year. We're many hours. We are have had so much fun. Yeah. I've talked a lot about food. I've talked a lot about food. <laughs> and now in a little over a week, uh, we'll be parents. And Gross. I know. That's crazy. It's so wild. It's so weird to think about. Um but Mrs. P. Yeah. I want to say it's been a delight. It's been a really fun time. I, I you know, when we get divorced, it's going to be weird because we'll keep doing <laughs> the show. We're going to keep doing the podcast yeah. for sure. Yeah, people like the podcast aspect. Well, we're not going to stop the podcast because no. we're getting divorced. Uh, no, but I... <laughs> we're just business partners then. I am very excited for... And oh, that's very, like The Rock and his wife. Did you know that? What? The Like The Rock. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Dwayne The Rock Johnson yes. and his wife got divorced, but yeah. then they're still business partners. His first wife, I think. Yeah. First or second. I can't wow. remember. Um, yeah, no, they stay business partners. Exactly. I think she was like, wasn't she like his agent or manager or something? Something like that. Yeah, no, I, we're going to, listen, we're going to mirror gonna that Chris one. Jenner the fuck out of this situation. I don't give a fuck. You're going to make money for mama. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the best way to end 2023 <laughs> for this season. So to all of our listeners, uh, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, happy Hanukkah, all of those things. Yeah. Uh, to our Patreons. Double Merry Christmas. Thank you. Double Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> Y'all have made this possible. You really have, uh, between you guys and everyone following us across all forms of social media, really changed our lives in 2023. We're excited to add one more life who will never be on this podcast ever. <laughs> uh, but with that, Mrs. P, final words. Uh, have a great holiday season. Relax, rejuvenate, and we'll see you next year. We'll see you guys in 2024. And hopefully by then, Blue Chew will finally answer the fucking phone. <laughs> <laughs>